Welcome to another podcast. I want to thank you for joining me today and listening in. Uh, I thank you for your time and your listening and I pray today that uh, we gain something out of the passage that we're going to talk about. Today we're going to talk from uh, Psalms, the 37th Psalms. I'm just going to talk from the uh, fourth verse. Read it in a minute, but let me give just a little background on Psalms 37. What it, what it's all about. It's a psalm of wisdom. Uh, it's written in an acoustic. It's a simple message to maintain patience in the midst of trouble. God's people can have such patience because they know that their eternal reward will abundantly suppress or surpass any temporal trouble. The structure of the, of the psalm is as follows. The need for patience in the light of the apparent success of the wicked. The need for patience in light of the final judgment of the wicked. Encouragement for the righteous in view of the role of the wicked. And a renewed call for patience in view of the apparent success of the wicked. Uh, Sometimes you look around and you see uh, people that's not... Uh, living right or they don't have a Christian value or they don't follow the uh, teachings of Jesus Christ and they're not saved but they seem to be prosperous it, and and we look at prosperity in one sense on material things like they can have a, one of the best cars or a nice home or nice clothes clothing or jewelry and stuff like that and we think that that is great success even though that can equate to great success that's what we look at to measure um, their success and and here we are as Christians sometimes we work a job and it's hard to make ends meet and sometimes it's difficult to have the uh, have the material things that we so desire but if you really look at it have you gone hungry you not have shelter so God provides all those things for us and he's going to provide even more for us and we'll have abundance so don't worry about what the wicked are doing because their end when it comes it's a it's a tragic and terrible end when our end comes when we have our breathe our last breath we will be in the presence of the Lord so I just want to uh, just talk about that portion of the psalm just as the background so the wicked will see what they have coming the righteous will get what they have coming but what I want to focus in on is verse number four and it says delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart he shall give you the desires of your heart what are your heart's desires what is it that you want God to give you what is it that you want from the Lord your desires, the desires that's in your heart. And the word delight, your, the word delight in scripture means this. It means to exalt him so highly that we pursue him over and above any other person, thing, thought, or action in our lives, especially those things that would knock him out of first place. 
See, we need to pursue God, and that's how we delight ourselves in the Lord. We just we we delight ourselves in Him, and He's going to give us the desires of our heart. We have to we have to make Him paramount in our lives. We have to seek after Him and know that He is the one that is our provider. He is the one that will give us the things that we need. So we delight ourselves in Him. We pursue Him above everything, above everything. I know that we get letters in the mail. We get uh, we get people saying things. We get people doing things. But if we just can constantly delight ourselves in the Lord, He's going to give us the desires of our heart. So we don't have to fret or, or, or wonder or worry about what other people are doing and, and what the world is doing and how people are trying to come at us or come against us, but we just need to delight ourselves in the Lord. In other words, have have a peace of mind in the Lord and the things that He is doing. Have a peace of mind in how He's going to bring everything to pass. You know, in this psalm, in the first verse, it says, Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. They shall, for they shall soon be cut down like grass and wither as the green herb. You know, when when grass or if you cut a uh, a, a, plant, a, a plant, like say for instance flowers, once you cut them from their vine, they last for a little while and then all of a sudden they wither away and they die. So don't worry about everything else. Just get let's just get ourselves so enthralled or uh, in God and, and delighting in Him, and He's going to give us the desires of our heart. The desires. What are you desiring? Now, your heart's desires is going to always line up with the things of God because you are a child of God. Your heart desires will always be that, and and you don't even have to pray for the wicked to fail. That's, that's a given. That's going to happen. Even though it seems like they're doing good now or they're getting over now and it, and it seems like they're winning right now and it feels sometimes like you're losing right now, but you're not really losing. God is only going to set you up to show them and to shut them up. So don't worry about that. So the desires of your heart, he, he said, delight yourself, delight, delight yourself. Pursue him over, above any person, thing, thought, or action in your life. Above that. Pursue him over those things that would knock him out of first place. What has knocked God out of first place in your life? What has moved him to the rear in your life in your life? Is it your is it your work? Is it your job? Is it your family? Is it your is it your loved ones? Is it your husband? Is it your wife? What has moved God? out of first place in your life put God back first put him first in your life and 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 he will give you the desires he will give you the desires of your heart because your heart desires is always as a Christian to please God your heart desires always to make him paramount and number one in your life so pursue those things in your daily in your daily routine when you get up if you if you able to go to work in this COVID season that we're in, if you're able to go to work, give God some time of worship and praise on your way to work. When you get to work, while you're at work, give Him some worship and praise. And you don't always have to be boisterous with it. God knows the thoughts and the intent of your heart. So give Him some time. Delight yourself in Him. If 
you have a boss that's always coming at you and, and saying things to make you feel like you're nothing or worthless or that you're at your last stand. Give God praise in the midst of that. Delight yourself in the Lord. I know uh, just being human, sometimes we want to take people and give them the five-finger discount. I'm not talking about stealing. I'm talking about the five-finger discount, and that is we punch them so hard that they're knocked out of the store. In other words, we want to we want to give them a knuckle sandwich. I know how that feels when people are always pushing you and and and, and coming against you. You just you, our it's our flesh that wants to rise up and wants to do something. But let's delight ourselves in the Lord today. It says, delight yourself also in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart shall give you is a guaranteed thing he's going to give it to you when the righteous have when the righteous have desires that spring from the lord the lord will surely fulfill those desires god is going to fulfill the desires of our heart because we're going to delight ourselves in him excuse me for a minute <coughs> um so uh, I do have some other uh, scriptures that I want you to take time this week uh, just to take a look at and to read uh, for delight. Here are three scriptures that you can look at when you want to look at something to delight. There's, there's hundreds of others, but there's three that I chose out today. The first one is Job chapter 22, verse 26. Uh, that's Job chapter 22, verse 26. Psalms. Chapter 94, verse 19. Once again, Psalms 94, verse 19. And then Isaiah chapter 58, verse 14. Again, Isaiah 58, 14. And those three passages of scriptures are for delight. And now for your heart, uh, there's three particular scriptures that I chose for our study for this week or for our uh, devotional time. And that is Psalms. 21 verse 2. Once again, Psalms 21 verse 2. Psalms 145 verse 19. Once again, Psalms 145 verse 19. And then the last is a New Testament uh, uh, New Testament scripture, Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 and 8. That's Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 and 8. Those are the study for the heart. So let's delight ourselves in the Lord. Let us seek after him. Let us go after him. Let us do the things that we need to do to keep our hearts right. Because see, when your heart is at peace, everything else is at peace. No matter what's going on around you, when your heart is at peace, you know that God is going to take care of all of the things that concern you when your heart is at peace. You can, you can, like I said, you can get the worst letter that you feel in the mail or the worst news that you can get, but when you delight in the Lord, you know that it's going to be okay. God has not failed us not one time yet. He always shows up. He always comes through. So let's delight ourselves in the Lord. See, the enemies, the enemy wants us to worry about the thing. And we, when we worry, we're not worshiping. See, when we worry, we're not worshiping. And we can't worship when we have worry. So let's not worry about it. Let's, let's get the news. Let's give it to the Lord. 
Let's worship and say, Lord, I give it to you. And you handle it. See, God is our attorney. God is our, uh, God is the one who goes out before us and fixes the things that seem like they are broken. God is the one who does all that. So let's delight in him. Delight in him today. Take this day to be a day of delight in the Lord. Just delight and love on God like you love on your, your spouse, your children, your family, your friends. Love on him at an even higher level. Love on God today. Put him back first in first position in your life and let him guide you and direct you and fix everything, everything, every single thing. Let him fix it because he's going to give you the desires of your heart. God knows what your heart desire is. I have heart desires that, that God is going to fix. And I know he's going to fix them before the end of the year. I know exactly he's going to do it and I'm going to be where I need to be, doing the things that I need to do, living my best life. I know that God is going to do it. I have no doubt about it. And I'm looking forward to it. So I'm just delighting myself every day trusting him, knowing him, thanking him, praising him, because of my heart desires, he already knows, so I leave it to him to bring it to pass. As the scripture says, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. He's going to give you the desires of your heart. Take that with you today, knowing that God will give you the desires of your heart, knowing that it all is well. It reminds me of the story of the, uh, the Shunammite woman. She uh, saddled up that donkey and rode off after her son had passed away, and she took off to meet the prophet. And on the way there, the prophet, the, the young man asked, is all well? And she said, all is well. Even though the situation at home was dead, she still believed that all is well. Can you say today, all is well, regardless of what has happened, because the desires of your heart is to be at your best life, doing what God wants you to do, and having the things that you need to live and function in this world at a peace level. So say, all is well today. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, because you are my strength.